This podcast is brought to you by Convo Cloth, the official clothing apparel of the NBC podcast. For the latest apparel, please go to www.nothingbutconvos.com. Now, let's get into the latest episode of the NBC podcast with your boy, S. McCann. Good people. It's the NBC podcast with your boy S. McCann, and this is episode 14, the Sixers 2021 season review. And in this episode, I have a special guest, Reggie, my boy, my brother. You know how we get down. And so in this episode, we break down the current Sixers roster, how we think things are going to go, and our outcome of the season. So, sit back, relax, let's get it. What's good, what's good? This is episode 14, Sixers 2021 season review with my guy, my boy, Reggie. What's good, people? What's going on? I'm ready to get this season started. Yes, sir. So, me and Reg, we go way back. We used to work out at LA Fitness, get it in. After 5 o'clock, after work, you know how it is. We had to get it in. So, we was in there. What was it? Five, six, almost seven days a week, just getting it in. And, you know, through through the years, we've been talking shit, you know what I'm saying? While we work out, texting back and forth, calling, (laughs) everything. Eagle stuff, Sixers stuff. Yeah, we be arguing and everything. But, you know, it's, it's real, you know, healthy, you know, arguing. It's nothing, you know, coming at somebody neck or whatever. But we have fun with it this season coming up. We did a lot on the off-season moves. And so yeah, we did. the moves before the new league year, um, the firing of Brett Brown, everybody yeah. knew it was coming. We knew it was coming. We just needed to know when. And so right, when this right. happened, I text Reg. I'm like, yo, we fired Brett Brown. What you think we going to do? You know, we went through the Dan Tonys, the Ty Lues, and – you know, all those other guys. And Reg was like, he ain't know what was going on or what we should do. So once Doc Rivers came along and and the Clippers fired him, man, I'm like, hold on. We need to go after Doc. That was my first thing. We need to go after Doc. And so he was the best candidate. He was the best one. He was the best one out of all of them. And so once they – go ahead. What you think? I didn't want Tyrone Lue, man. Yeah. Because people thinking Tyrone Lue is good because they got a ring. But the reality, they got a ring because of LeBron, Kevin Love, and Kyrie Irving. He had three stars on the team. You know, LeBron's like a player coach anyway. Yeah, and, and what were you going to do? You, you had to win. It ain't no right, way you was right. going to lose. Like, LeBron is a coach on the court. 
And also, Ty Lue was on the bench at the Clippers. So yeah. whatever y'all say, oh, Doc didn't do this. Doc didn't run these plays. Doc didn't get me in the right spots. That's what Paul George was talking about. All right, if he ain't get you in the right spots, then what Ty Lue do? He was on the bench too. So y'all pushed a man that's a Hall of Fame coach out because you couldn't get it done? That's crazy to me, bro. Man, How they Paul did George, it. Look, Paul George, the reason why y'all lost because Paul George, you didn't step up and do what you had to do as a superstar. You're supposed to be an elite player, a number one option superstar, and you ain't do nothing. Game seven. Game seven. You're supposed to step up. If you had to drop 30, 40 points, you're supposed to drop that. AI would have did it. Yeah. Jordan would have did it. All the Shit. great ones would have did it. Kobe, even, everybody. Even Jimmy Butler did it. He was on one leg. He was gassed, but even he was putting in work. Come on, man. And you can't say that Paul George doesn't have more talent than Jimmy Butler. He does. But he don't got no heart. You know what it comes down to? Maybe we give Paul George too much credit. Maybe he's not as elite as we thought he was. Yeah. We see AI take a, a team of role players to the finals. We see LeBron do it. Yeah. Paul George never been to the finals with Indiana. Shit, we seen Dwight Howard do it in Orlando. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> we seen a lot of people do it, but he had top five player on his team, Kawhi hold Leonard. Up, hold up. Now, listen, let's not let Kawhi off the hook. He yeah, was supposed we to can't. step up, too. Yeah, he didn't. They was breaking he, he everything. Man, look, it's his fault, too. Yeah, it is his fault. Go let's ahead. go back to Brett Brown real quick. Now, yeah. I want to go. Brett Brown should have been going in reality. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you why. When we had that tank roster, I understood you only had so much to work with. But once we started getting players, like from year we had all the shooters and everything, Brett Brown was still coaching. Like we had the tank roster. Yeah. Like Brett Brown, you got to put some plays in there. You got to design the offense or something like that. You yeah. can't let every man, every man can't have the green light on the team. There's no way in hell JJ Reddick should have had a green light, man. Yo. He the- was shooting at will. Oh, my gosh. And it was like, yo, this man kept on running plays for J.J. Reddick. When was J.J. Reddick that boy? He's a role player. Yes, J.J. Reddick can shoot the rock, but he was getting plays ran for him during the game. Like he was a superstar all-star. It was crazy. Man, they say that's the most J.J. Reddick ever saw average in his career. He's supposed to sit over in the corner like Terry and all the other role players, and you shoot the ball when I pass it to you. That's it. We don't run. They didn't run plays for Kerr to take twenty shots and he's with Chicago. Man, they don't run plays for no role player. They was running plays for JJ Redick, running actions, running all this stuff through this guy, and I'm like, see, my my problem with Brett Brown was, who did he develop on the team? He had all the really? talent. They had yeah. first-round draft picks and everything. Yeah. Who did he develop? You look, keep Brett on... Brown, he... Go ahead. Look, you're right. He didn't develop nobody. He had three different teams. He had the all-shooters team, the ones that could shoot threes. Yeah. He lost with that. The next year, he had the superstar team, Ben, Embiid. Uh, Jimmy he Butler. Had he had Jimmy Butler and Tobias, man. He lost with that team. Yep. Every time somebody came to our team, it was like they didn't know their role. 
because he never Butler. gave him, he never gave them a role. And when nah. Jimmy Butler came at him like, "Yo, what's going on? Whose role is this and whose role is that?" And then they, you know, he got all mad or whatever and 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 said, "You know, Jimmy Butler is a headache." And he created that. Yeah. He created that that controversy between him and Jimmy Butler because Jimmy Butler just came at him in practice. That's what your yeah. a, a a good player would say like, "Yo, what's going on here?" Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, my problem yeah. with my my other problem with Brett Brown is you cannot take Ben Simmons that was yeah. a all-star the point guard position, yeah. all defensive player at the point guard position and move yeah. him to a power forward position. You wait to the yeah. next year if you was going to make a move. You don't move a player that's been an all-star at a position to move him to a dunker position and take the ball right. out of his hand. Like, come on, right. man. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. I was so mad. Like, I'm like, okay, <laughs> all right. Shake Milton is good. He's a good player. But at the same time, you can't take the ball out of Ben Simmons' hand. He's too valuable yeah. of getting people open. Exactly. Shake look, is like a said, scorer. Look, now, how you going to have Reddick? Shoot more than Jimmy Butler, Ben Embiid, and Tobias. Yeah. He's the fifth worst person on that starting squad, but you got him taking all the shots. You designed the plays for him. Yeah. Butler was like, you see that Butler and JJ Reddick podcast? No, I I but, seen it, but I I heard a few things what Butler was saying. But yeah, you heard what he was saying. Yeah. Butler was like they wasn't doing things. They was going over film and everything. He looking around like what's going on here. Yeah. You know it was bad when Butler said, "All right, y'all, all right, but uh, indeed, y'all do all the scoring in the fourth quarter to give the ball to me." Yeah, that was the offense we had, man. Yeah, it was. It was. It, just it was crazy, terrible. Man. Yeah, and it, it was bad really from the beginning because I don't think Brett Brown and the Calangelo was on the same page. Never, because right before the draft, you say Ben Simmons our starting point guard, and then you go ahead and draft another point guard. What was that all about anyway? That was so dumb to me. Because yeah, you draft, you had the point guard, you draft another one. Yeah. That was so dumb to me because you had Jason Tatum sitting right there. You let yeah, them dictate yeah. that. You let them at the number one pick. You let them dictate who they gonna select. Come on, Jason Tatum on this team right now, we wouldn't even sign Tobias or trade it for Tobias. We wouldn't even need him yeah. at all. Look. It's crazy. Colangelo, he was hard-headed. He said, bring everybody in for a workout. He just had tunnel vision for folks. Yeah. Man, oh my gosh. And, and, I heard it, and I heard that Fultz in that workout was breaking everything. He looked terrible. Yeah, yeah. He had a bad workout, they said. Yeah, but he was like, oh, he's the best player in this. And he ain't playing nobody out in Washington. Who did he play? Now listen. Now listen. So Brett Brown lost with the shooting team. Yep. He lost with the all-star team. And he lost with the defensive team last year. Yeah, um, he lost with Remember, we're going to have bully ball yep. and, and, and smash mouth defense. He resorted back to shooting threes again. Like, Brett, you, you're not doing what you said you was doing, man. We're not going to shoot all these threes. You got nine three-point shooters out there launching three-pointers as if they were Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Durant. They're not shooters like that, man. No, they're not you can't run your like offense that. like that. No. You can't run the offense like that, man. So he should have been going, but he got fired at the right time. Cause like you said, now we got Doc Rivers, man. He yeah. fell right into our lap. 
Yeah, he fell right into our lap. So to get off the Brett Brown train and, yeah. you know, bashing him or whatever. So the hiring of Doc Rivers in this offseason before the new league year and um, the hiring of Daryl Morey. I think this was the two best moves we made in a while. So yeah, when, now, go ahead. Now we got two people, Doc Rivers, who knows the game because he's a player and he knows how to win as a coach because he won the title. Then you got Maury. He got experience in building teams. He got an experienced executive making moves because now the moves he made, Brand would have never did that. Never. I think he, the, th- this one key move that I'm about to say, I don't think no one could have did this. No one in the NBA could have unloaded this contract. That was the Al Horford contract. How did oh how God. did you get <laughs> off that contract? Oh my God! That was the steal right there. Yes, to get off that. That's now crazy. He the one that taught Hinky how to do it, man. Yeah, he did. We, we got the Hinkie. king of it's the king of the moves right yeah, now. Man, we got the king of the moves, and so with the this Al Horford thing- trade was the Sixers received Danny Green and Terrence Ferguson. And the Thunder received Al Horford, a 2025 first-round pick, top six (laughs) protected, a 2020 second-round pick, and that was number 34, Theo Meldon, and the draft rights to Valisi Micich. I know I'm probably killing names, but my bad on that. They got scraps, man. Scraps to unload that contract. He had a sweetener deal for him. But the Thunder did have to get at that threshold of um, salary so they wouldn't get, I guess, hit with taxes and everything else. So they had to have be under that threshold or over that threshold. And so the next trade that he did, was trading Josh Richardson away. And the Sixers right. received Seth Curry, and the Mavs received Josh Richardson in a 36 pick, Tyler Bay. And so right, Josh right. Richardson was a, a, a disappointment to me um, yeah. when he came over. I thought he was better than what he showed with us. Yes, he, he can, was hurt or whatever, but he did play a little D, but I thought he shot the ball better. What you think, Reg? Man, like we talked about it earlier, I thought he was a better shooter than that, a better scorer. And I, I got caught up out there looking at the YouTube videos because, you know, he, he played for the Heat. We didn't see all their games to really yeah. judge them. We seen some of the games, you know, when they played us and everything. So I looked at YouTube videos. Well, this guy's all right. I knew he was a good defender. But I thought he was a better scorer. Yeah. And by he was, since he was young, you know, I thought he was going to keep elevating his game. When he, you know what I'm saying, came to Philly and worked in his game more. But I was disappointed with that situation right yeah, there. Yeah, I think, I think he hit his ceiling and he tapped out. Yeah, I think yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. he is. I think he's a 15, 16-point score um, role player. Right. And I just think he's a good, solid player. I don't think he can elevate your team to get to the next nah, level. nah. He's a good if, – if you got three stars on your team already, he's a good role player. You ain't got to depend on him. You know what I'm saying? You know he don't play good, day, but you can't look for him to, to give you uh, 20 points every night type of player. Yeah, and that's it. 
And so but he's a solid role player, you know. Yeah, solid role player. So the next trade was trading Zaire Smith. And I think when Zaire got drafted, <sighs> that oh was God. one of the worst picks ever in Sixers history. We, it was crazy. Like when I, when he we drafted him, I'm like, who this dude at 10? You drafted him we at never 10? Trade it. We should never trade it for him, man. Oh my gosh, man. Everybody was like, who? What? He ain't had no handle. Dude was man. he's 6'4, playing power forward. Come on, bro. Man. That's crazy. We had, we had a shooter that played defense, and you traded him for Zaire Smith, man. Yeah, man. It was, it was, it was that was so nasty. I'm like. Who saw, oh saw something in him? And then they were like, oh, he's the next Kawhi Leonard. Where? Where did you nah, see that? Nah, nah, Kawhi nah, Leonard nah, nah. was hitting threes in high school yeah. and college. He hit threes and yeah. co- corner threes and stuff. How you see um, Kawhi Leonard and Zaire Smith stop? And so the Sixers <laughs> received in this trade for Zaire Smith, the Sixers received Tony Bradley and the Pistons received Zaire Smith, who was then waived and stretched. And so, to me, with these trades, we created more space on the floor for Joel yeah. and Ben. And I think they will yeah. benefit from the space on the floor with, with these trades. What you think, Reg? You're right about that. Because, you know, now you can't sit there and double, double and beat in the post when you got players you can kick it out to and knock down the three. And we got two sharpshooters. Tobias can shoot when he's on. He's streaky, but he can't make a big shot. You can't just sit there and let him shoot wide yeah. open. You got to put D on him. See, my one thing about Tobias is that he doesn't make his decision right away. Yeah. When he waits to make his decision, that's when he gets in trouble. When he doesn't think yeah. about playing and thinking about dribbling and then backing somebody down all the way and then – doing some dumb shit like when he don't think and he just a, a, a twitchy player like when yeah. he was at um the clippers man when yeah. he was playing like a twitchy player he averaged 20 nobody can stop yeah. that when he just goes straight downhill when he makes a decision yeah. right away you can't stop that but when he doesn't he look terrible man he looks trash <laughs> out there for real like he looks like he's a bum like he's getting paid 30 plus million come on bro you gotta do better man one thing you've seen in the, in the playoffs, he was lost without Ben out there. Yep. In that, in that Boston series, he was lost without Ben. Nobody that can get him open and get him a good, clean shot. When he had to create his own shot, man, he couldn't do nothing. Man. But see, I, I'm going to just touch on what you just said. He was lost without Ben. He yeah. had to play defense, too, without Ben. Oh, yeah, 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 see, yeah, yeah. And yeah. now he, have to, he had to play Tatum. Tatum ate him up. Now he had to play Brown. Brown ate him up. You know what I'm saying? Like, Ben Simmons, he does hide a lot of things on this yeah. team. Yes, he doesn't shoot, and we'll get into that, you know, later in the pod and stuff. But Ben Simmons, he creates a lot of stuff for this team, and he covers a lot of holes for this team. Yeah. But you sleeping on the one player that nobody really thinking about. I had explained this into a group on Facebook. Yeah. That Tony Bradley. He's a center. Yes. He's there for when you rest him B and yep. you got Dwight Howard starting, then you got somebody that can back Dwight Howard up. Yep. Another long 
big man that can block shots and run the floor. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to rest in B because they, they got the season so compact now. Yeah, they got to rest Probably a lot of back-to-backs and everything. Yeah, yeah. He's a big guy. He's going to need his rest or whatever. Yeah, so, so next up was the NBA draft. And so yeah. within this draft, you've seen a seasoned vet, one of the best GMs in the league, handle a draft. And right. so when I was sitting there, and I seen the draft slipping and slipping. And I'm like, hold on, who next? Who next? Oh, the top player is who? Oh, it's 19. Oh, they picked who? Oh, they didn't pick my man? Okay, let me see what Maury do. Yeah, he did the same thing that everybody else always would say in the past drafts. You pick the best player available. Right. We exactly. ain't never picked the best player available when we're late in the draft. We always pick nope. some foreign dude. We always pick yeah. some some dude that ain't never going to play. It's crazy how <laughs> <laughs> the Sixers, yo, the Sixers can't draft, man. But hold up, hold up, man. I give, I give brain credit for drafting Fable. Yes. I, that was good for position. But yeah. Maxi, man, I like Maxi. Yo, Maxi. So the, the Sixers drafted Maxi. At the 21st pick. And when I seen this, man, I jumped up. I said, man, they going in the right direction. So Maxi played at Kentucky. He's a 6'3 combo guard. And my player comp for Maxi is Lou Williams. And so dude is a bucket. Like a bucket. And he should have went top 10, but he dropped the 21. Man, that's something we needed. We needed some young, man. nice talent. We ain't never get no young, nice talent like this, man. Nah, his we floater missed. is mean. Yeah, his floater is mean. We always his missed on, on players, man. Yeah, yeah. You know, Kentucky always make good guards, man. They do. We can name the and list. That's what I said. I said, Maxi is going to be what folks were supposed to be. Yep. Combo. Then when yeah. Ben is out, he can bring the rock up and he can shoot it. He ain't showed, you know, that he can shoot it. He he shot some floaters in that preseason game. But yeah, yeah. he can, you know, he's been working on his jumper. He can shoot it. But so it, it, it was the way the game was flowing. I mean, it wasn't yeah. like he was he was trying to get everybody involved. He was playing point guard. Yeah. Take your ball to the rack, score, whatever. It wasn't like they left him open and he passed up a jump shot. I'm quite sure. If he had to shoot, he would have shot it. Yeah, he would have shot it. You can just tell was, he's a like, shooter. They, yeah, they ain't really run no plays in preseason. They just nah. seeing, I guess, how everybody fit and everything. You know? Yeah. And so at pick 49, we select Isaac Joe. Joe played at yeah. Arkansas. He's a 6'5 shooting guard. And at Arkansas, they said that he can shoot it. I seen some YouTube joints that he is a bucket but, you know, the jury's still out on him. But I like him a lot just to be, you know, that other shooter, you know, developing yeah. when Green or Seth Curry, you know, leaves the team or we don't read them up. Now you have this young guy that can just step in as shooting guard. They say he was the best shooter, pure shooter in college. Yeah, and he was hurt. I, I think he had some issues. I think he got hurt or something, so his stock dropped. I, I forgot what they said. Happy yeah, phone. he got hurt. But, his stock did drop. Yeah, yeah. But he, they say he's a good shooter, though. You know, I think time would tell. No, we got look. We got Doc. 
And we got Sam Cassell. Sam Cassell's another good coach, man. Yeah. And he, he was he a played point the guard. Game. So he, yeah. Exactly. That's why I that's why I like I like our coaching staff. We got a lot of experience on there, especially yeah. when it comes to dealing with guards and everything. Yes, sir. And so after the draft, it was free agency. The the first player that we signed was Dwight Howard, and he's a center. Then we signed Ryan Burkhoff. He's a small forward, power forward, and we just waved him before our first preseason game. He was just a camp body out there getting banged up and getting dunked on. Then we signed Dakota Mathis, and then he's a guard, and then we signed Derek Walton Jr. And so – and he got waived before the preseason game. My thoughts on free agency, we didn't really need much because we did everything in trading trade, right. and within the draft. But that signing of Dwight Howard at center is going to free up Joel Embiid where he doesn't have to play a lot of minutes and getting, you know, his right. body tore up and everything else where he can play those solid minutes and he can give his yeah. all he can still drop 25 in 30 minutes a game or whatever, you know, less minutes than, you know, he was playing and still be efficient. My thing with yeah. Joel Embiid is he's probably in shape now because, you know, that's what he had to do coming into the season. But in past seasons, he was out of shape and he always got tired, man. That's yeah, what we yeah, can't yeah. have. And so right. that Dwight Howard backing him up, now you really don't need Joel Embiid to be banging with a big man, you know, yeah. for four quarters. You throw Dwight out there. Go ahead, Dwight. Go out there. He can and, and Dwight been through it. He's a seasoned vet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like he's nice as a backup center. He gonna give you, you know, eight points, three blocks. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Eight boards, ten boards. So I think I'm he's gonna be up. real good. Howard is not the Howard old, but this Howard still got something left in him. Yeah. He's still going to catch the oop and bang on you at will. Yeah, he still he's got still, his hops. He's still explosive. Yes. He's still, and he's going to grab boards, like you said. He's going to block shots. So when Embiid sits down, we still have a, a, a defensive threat in the middle. Yeah. We still got somebody that can run the pick and roll in the middle. And, and, and don't forget, he can still score around the basket. Yes, he can. Only thing he don't have that what Embiid has is outside games. But yeah, that, but, but see, he's not here for that. Though. He's yeah, not, he's here, not for here for that. And and he's he'll play real good with yeah. Ben Simmons. Yeah, because he can catch lobs, and you know Ben Simmons gonna throw that thing up for you, baby. <laughs> if you yeah, open, yeah, he gonna yeah. just lob it up, and you gonna yeah, yo, I can't wait look, for green, the pick look, and rolls and everything. Green gonna throw it up there for him too. They was doing that in L.A. last year. Yes, day. sir. So yeah, that that continuity with with Green, I think that's yeah. going to be extra for this team because you have two players that want to change. Yeah, and they played with each other last year. And so our current roster right now consists of Justin Anderson, yeah, forward, Tony Bradley, center, Seth Curry, guard, Joel Embiid, center, Terrence Ferguson, shooting guard. Danny Green, shooting guard, small forward. Tobias Harris, forward. Dwight Howard, center. Isaac Joe, shooting guard. Furkan Korkmaz, shooting guard. Dakota Mathis, I'm probably chopping his name up. 
He's a shooting guard, mm-hmm. and he's on a two-way. Tyrese Maxey, point guard. Shake Milton, shooting guard. Point guard as well. Vincent Portier, center. Paul Reed Jr., forward, and he's a two-way player. Mike Scott, mm-hmm. Ben Simmons, and Matisse Thibel. So right now, I think we have 16 players or 17 players or something like that. And so I know that the players in the league went to the league and said, can we have 15 man roster due to, you know, COVID and everything else. Right. So all we have to do is cut like one more player basically. Yeah. And so I think we'll be straight. I think this, this, this roster constructed right now is very deep and I think we can compete in the East. Now I know that you said we need another score, which, yeah, yeah we kind of do because the guy that I don't like on the team is Tobias Harris. <laughs> I think he's trash. Right. So if we can get off, man. rid of him and get something in place of him, then I think that will be, you know, great. But well, other than that. This. Let me ask you this. Go ahead. Who you think going to get playing time? During the regular season, not the playoff roster. You know how they, everybody don't play in the playoffs. They they shorten the roster up for regular season. Outside of us starting five that we've seen on preseason, who else going to play? All right, so Dwight Howard, that's a shoe win. You know he getting yeah. minutes. He's he's going to be getting minutes, and so yeah. I seen Cork Moss a lot in that preseason game. I know Shake Milton is going to be out yeah. there. Balling. Doc loves Mike Scott. Yeah, I don't know why the love for this Mike Scott guy. Man. Yeah, he loved Mike Scott. He played for him. He loved his toughness and everything. What about Maxie? Hold on, let me get to him. Matisse, I think you got to put yeah. him out there. Just you know, defensive responsibilities. And I don't know, like, yeah, Maxie, you might have to play him because you know Doc don't like to play rookies, but. How he's looking, man, he might force your hand to put him in that second squad spot. Right. And then you might have to sit Cork Moss, man. I don't know. Like, if, if Maxie man. getting minutes, who's going to be affected on that bench bench spot? Nobody's not going to be playing 11 players in the game, man. I know. <laughs> Somebody not getting no playing time. Somebody not getting it. And I, I, and I think it's going to be Fort Con, man. Defensively, because defensively, Maxie was D'ing up out there, bro. Like, he was getting it. And so, if you're going to have Maxie shake Mike Scott, because Mike Scott a power forward, so you're going to have to have him back up Tobias or whatever. So, yeah, see, but Thibault, he's a small forward. He's going to back up green. And that's what I'm saying. I think Forkhan, he's going to be the man – that's gonna be on the I bench, yeah. yeah. Unless you're gonna be like, nah, we gonna we gonna give Fort Con some playing time to see what he's gonna do, and then if he Kirk ain't Mars, if he ain't handling, it, yeah, I watched him play. He think he better than what he is. He yeah. was taking. He he got the green light out there. <laughs> like, come on, Corky, what yeah. you doing? Yeah, he do he do be bugging, man. But but he can shoot it. You know what I'm saying? At but, times he can. When he's yeah. hot, he's hot. Yeah, when he's hot, he's hot. But when he go cold, I think they got to oh go with Maxie. They got to. Yeah. That's just to me. 
But yeah, I think Cork Moss might be the odd man out. But yeah. we'll see. So the coaching staff for our Sixers this year, our head coach, we already know, is Doc Rivers. And so yeah. the bench assistant is Dan Yeager. He was a great coach. He coached in, yeah. at the Kings. He was on Memphis when he was going to the playoffs. So that boy, yeah. he knows what he's doing. Sam Cassell. I like Sam Cassell just because of the, the progression of Ben Simmons. Sam Cassell yeah, yeah. played the game. He's a point guard. And also Doc's, <clears throat> Doc's a point guard too. So that progression for Ben Simmons and those two coaches, I think that's going to be key for yeah. Ben Simmons. And then our next look, coach is – Go ahead. And, and Cassell is a coach that you got to respect because he won titles as a player. Yeah. He did. So you, you got to respect, respect it. Yeah. You got to respect it. And so the next coach is Dan Burke, and he's a good defensive coach. He was with yeah. the Indiana Pacers, and, you uh -huh. know, he was doing his thing. But that that's that defensive coach. And so what's, what's your thoughts on the coaching staff? Now, I love our coaching staff. And you can see from that first preseason game how we played. That, uh, it's good, you know. I think they're going to listen to them guys. Some guys are well-respected around the league. Yeah. And like I say, look, Doc Rivers and Sam Cassell, they both got experience as players. Yeah. And I think, yeah, this team is going to respect the coaches because they did it before. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And Doc going to get in your ass if you ain't going to be doing these things. Right. Like, yeah. Hold you accountable. He's going to hold you accountable. And that's, that's one thing Brett Brown didn't do. He didn't hold him accountable. He didn't yeah. get in the ass. Nah. How are you going to have him be eating Chick-fil-A and getting the massage in the middle of practice? You know, you come on, man. They walked all over that guy, man. Cheese fries and everything. Come yeah. on, man. <laughs> Stop. I, I can tell people this. We, we had a great coach in Larry Brown. We know how a team's supposed to be coached and organized and everything. Yeah. Larry Brown would throw you under the bus in the media like he did AI plenty of times. Yeah, he'll, he'll get on you like, yo. You can't be doing that. Yeah. You need a coach that's going to have discipline and players going to respect them. They're going to demand respect, man. That's yeah. why Doc Rivers is a good for us, man. Word. And so these hardened trade rumors, that's everybody is speculating, oh, he's coming to the Sixers. He's going to the Nets. He's going here. He's going there. For one, Maury is smart enough to not trade away his two stars. It's no way that he's going to trade away his two stars. It's no way. Right. Now, you can have some C, D, or B- minus players in Tobias. Yeah, we're going to yeah. wait this thing out. Yeah, we're going to wait it out and see what happens in Houston or, or whatever. But I don't see Maury going out of his way to trade Ben Simmons for a 31-year-old player and Harden right. that don't play no D. Yeah, he can score, but he don't play no yeah. D. What's your yeah. thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, uh, like we talked about earlier, I'm not getting rid of, in my opinion, my untouchables is Ben and D and Maxis. I want to keep our young players. You can have anybody else. I want Tobias out of here because he's really the weak link on the team. Yeah. Now, I, look, we need a score. I'll take Harden. I believe 
Harden not going to come here and do what he wants because Ben going to be running the point. Harden, you got to play the two guard yeah. or the three. Ben going to be running the show. We already got two superstars here and Doc and Maury, before they make a trade for him, they got to let him understand that he's not running the show as the point guard. Nah. It ain't going to be him holding the ball, driving, and uh, shooting threes all day, step back. You got to play within the team now. We got yeah. a nice team. And you got you to gotta respect them because out in the West, they say, oh, Hart, they never win nothing. Hart wasn't going to beat no Durant, Clay Thompson, and Steph Curry by himself. Nah. Look, Hart and that boy. Year, look, bro, yeah, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not disrespecting Harden's game. Harden yeah. is that boy, bro. He gets busy for real. Like, yo, yeah. he's a top five player in the league, yes. Right. But he's also a cancer to teams offensively where he's going to be jacking the ball to get 30. But, but they go in, though. But they go in. <laughs> yeah, they do right, go in. Look, Harden don't play D, we know that. But Kyrie didn't play no D. Steph Curry ain't play no D. They won titles. You got to put defensive players around them. Yeah. If, if we get hard in the game playing on D, but yet we got Ben playing D. We got yeah. Embiid playing D. We got Green playing D. We got defensive players around on Thibault. We can, look, Tobias don't play no D. We putting up with his stuff. Yeah. We got to put up with him. That's what I'm saying. That's why it's an easy swap. You can you yeah, can take exactly. him out because he ain't playing <laughs> exactly. no D and put somebody else in that is playing D. I don't want Ben Simmons to leave. Or nah, Joel nah, Embiid nah, to leave because nah, you're going to nah, be in the nah. same predicament. You ain't going to have nobody to play D. Ben Simmons exactly. is playing D out there. He's locking up, bro. But you, you don't want Tobias out there not playing D and Harden not playing D. Yeah. You getting you ate up. You getting, you oh getting ate up defensively. Embiid will be in foul trouble, man. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Dwight Howard in first quarter. For real. <laughs> So the things I want to see this season is the progression of Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid not shooting threes, and seeing this team with better coaching. That's what I want to see this season. Like the progression of Ben Simmons, I just want to see him shoot it more. I don't even care about a three. Just get a mid-range. Get that mid-range and, and, you know, hit some stuff. You know what I'm but saying? The thing about it is, we see Ben Simmons, his videos he posts, that he making his shots. Yeah. But you gotta, Brett Brown never got him comfortable on the floor to take those yeah. shots. He's setting everything up. He's got to make sure yeah. this dude is getting his shots. He got to make sure this guy is getting his shots. He's running the offense. He's calling the plays. You know what I'm saying? To get everybody else involved. The coach ain't even got no plays to run for Ben Simmons. And he's still averaging 16 points a game, 15, 16 points a game without no plays ran for him. Like, that's yeah. my thing. If you run some plays for him and give him the feeling that he's involved in the offense, I think you'll see a yeah. different Ben Simmons. All right, this I want to see from Ben. Well, I didn't see in the preseason game. If you open this shoot the rock, yeah. that's all you got to do. If you're open, just shoot it. That's it. Just shoot it. If, if somebody, it go in, if you pass it don't. The ball, yeah. If somebody pass the ball to you open, just pull up. Yeah. If they sag off you on defense, just pull up, man. That's what it. I don't like to see him do, I hope you break out this habit, you drive to the lane, jump up in the air, and pass it. Yeah. He need a floater, to tell you the truth. He had the floater 
when he jump in the air in the lane, he can get that floater on. He's 6'10", so 6'11". Yes, if he had a floater, can't nobody stop that floater. Yeah, exactly. Don't jump up in the air, turn around, pass, and get the ball stolen. And here they got a fast break going the other way. Uh, yeah. that's, that's a bad habit they got to break out of. And I see him in the post with two plays in that preseason game. Yeah. And both plays, he passed it to Embiid, and Embiid shot the three. Of course, it didn't go in. But you know why? Remember when I was talking to you and I texted you? The reason why was that Tobias missed him early when he sealed the guy off. And he got it late. So that's why. Yo, Tobias nah, trashed nah, to me. Nah, no, no, nah. for real. Yeah. Yo, Tobias is trashed to me. He don't never give up the ball early. He always hold the ball like he's some, like he got a handle. And he can, <laughs> and like he a point guard and all that. Man, this ain't Tennessee, man. We used to do that in Tennessee. Bring the ball up and, and get everybody involved, man. Play your part, man. Play your position. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Ben. If you're going to go in the post and somebody give you the ball, you better try to score. Turn around, fade away, up and under, move, whatever, little sky hook. Don't pass the ball to Embiid. Yeah. Embiid's not in the post because you there. Yeah. To get some points. So try to get your points. So when you pass the ball to Embiid, he won't shoot the three. You already know yeah, that. He ain't going to pass that up. And I hate him We don't want him shooting threes. Exactly. No, we don't want him shooting threes. So don't pass the ball to him. At least one or two a game. Move. Yes. One or two a game. But not Wide four or five. Six, exactly. come on, man! You ain't no two guard, bro. Like, come <laughs> on, get that ball up. Give that ball look, that's up. All wanna, look, that's all I want to see with, with Ben. Shoot the ball in your open. If you in the post, man, make a move. Try to get the foul, whatever. Stay away, jump. Do what you got to do, man. Yeah. Don't pass the ball out that post because you're six ten. You probably got an advantage on who you got, who you posting up. Yeah, take that advantage. So, yeah, take that advantage to close out the pod. How many wins? Do I think this team can get? I think yeah. they can have forty-eight. They can, or they can be forty-eight and twenty-four. That's me. How many games they play in this season? Seventy-two. Seventy-two for minus ten games. Uh, That's fair. That's a fair assessment. Forty-eight and twenty-four. I mean, how much we we won last year? How many games we won? Forty-three and thirty. All right, all right. So given. The talent that we got now, I said forty-eight and twenty-four. That's reasonable to yeah, me. That's, 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 that's fair, right there. And depending on how fast we gel and things work out, we might win more than that, maybe two. Yeah, and at least this is this is my thing. At least we make the Eastern Conference Finals. At least that's all I'm giving them. At least, but. It's only two teams out there that I think that can give us a run for our money. It's Milwaukee yeah. and Brooklyn, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man. I think we can beat everybody else. That Brooklyn team stacked, man. But tell you the truth, last year we beat Milwaukee last year. Yeah, but then they got they got what you call him out there, man. He played D too, and he get buckets. Holiday yeah, play yeah. D and get buckets. Yeah, yeah. So it's yeah, a little yeah, different because yeah. they ain't have no that guards. They ain't have no guards that was getting buckets and playing D. Right. So it's a little different. We we can see how it, how it all shake out. But, yeah, that's my prediction. Um, 48 and 24, you know. Yeah, that sounds good. 
Because it, it could be over under by three games. I put it to you like that. Yeah. Three games over under. We can be 45, we could be uh, 51. Yeah. So, you know. So, with that, people, that's it. That was the pod. Thank you, Raj, for tuning in with your boy. You know how we get down. So, you know, yeah, I got to get back on here. You know what I'm saying? Once the season gets started, yeah, we get yeah. a chance to analyze everything. Analyze them. Have a mid-season review. You know. Yeah. But, yeah, that's it, people. One. So that was episode 14 the Sixers 2021 season review. I'd like to thank my guest, Reggie, for stopping by the pod. And y'all heard, in this episode, we had some good things to say about the Sixers, but also some bad things to say about the Sixers. And in this season, we are optimistic on what will happen, but you never know when you have a Philly team. So with that, people, stay safe, give respect, and show love. One.